This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. It's another great day at Author You, your guide to book publishing, and I'm coming back to revisit this whole thing called reviews because there is so much confusion on it. Where do you do it? When do you do it? How do you do it? Do you pay for it? Do you go to free only? How do you bypass the Amazon gods and robots that can come in and just literally eliminate everything that you've worked so hard to build up on. I know that in the past I have cited one of uh, my clients, Steve Snyder, in his book, Shot Down, the true story of Captain Howard Smith and the crew of the B-17, Susan Ruth. And it was really, a, it's a story. It's his father's story about how he was shot down over Belgium during World War II. And it has gone on together, and I was looking at it this morning because I was going to do a post about the uh, about it, because it's getting continuing blogs and chit-chat, and it's got over 244 reviews now on Amazon alone, plus all the blog posting and everything he does. And everywhere Steve shows up, he sells out of every book. And one of the things, and it's going to tie into what my expert guest, Bethany Brown of the Cadence Group, and I are going to be talking about today, is that there's something called Momentum. And you can have a book launch, your book launch, you know, yeah, everyone's there and they're cheering for you and they're so excited. I'm excited for you when your book comes out and maybe you sell 40, 50, maybe 100. Um, who knows how many books go out the door at that first thing and, you, you know, you're on a high and then you go down the hill. So how do you pick up the the, the ball and get it rolling so you get that momentum going. Reviews can do it. So that's what we're going to talk about. How do you get them? Which ones are you going for? And, 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 and so it doesn't become this overwhelming, oh my God, I've got to do this now on my checklist deal. With me is Bethany Brown. Bethany is the president of the Cadence Group. It's a design, editorial, marketing, and book consulting firm for authors and publishers. It's kind of like a lot of the things I do at the Book Shepherd. Um, she she's came through publishing, through the traditional publishing route of Adams Media and Source Books. And I've always loved about Source Books is, is they've always been edgy. I, I think that that would be a good word to use for source books. They've been a little bit different. They've tried their interiors a little bit differently from the, the, some of the traditional first-tier publishers. And she works well with with uh, authors, independent authors, small presses in their publishing and marketing plans. So she really does understand the challenges and the benefits that, that independent publishers face today. So with that, we're going to just jump in and talk about what's today's crowded marketplace for authors 
and publishing and what they can do to shine way above the crowd. Welcome to author you guide to book publishing, Bethany. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. Well, let's just jump in. You know, I always like to know, <laughs> tell me something I don't know, <laughs> Bethany. Throw something oh, on the table dear that I might Lord not above. know. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know a lot of things, Judith. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, what you and I spoke about briefly is, you know, how authors are trying to find ways to stand out in the marketplace. And we can talk about a, a little bit about that through the review process, but in just getting on book blogs and book review sites, is, is, it's, it's low-hanging fruit. It's not that hard to do, but a lot of these sites are reviewing hundreds of books a week. And so one of the things that, that I'd like to talk about is how you can sort of break out of that and some creative ways, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, to take your book outside of the book world and put it into a category of interest, into a blogger's hands that may not review books, but that your content or the author's content would be a good fit for. All right. Let's start there. All right. Okay. And, 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 and also, you know, there's no reason why a portion of a blog – if, if, if a blog has something that's really good or juicy about it, you know, as an author myself, I would go to the blogger, thank them, you know, profusely, but say, would you mind posting this over on Amazon and or Goodreads and give them the link? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one, of the, one of the things that we really work with, with authors on is um, if you can, let's say you wrote a novel, Okay. And your novel is a history. We just worked on a YA, really great YA novel recently. Um, and we took it to YA book bloggers. We took it to YA book reviewers. But then we also said, you know, this is a super cool book about history. And so we worked with the author to target history blogs, education blogs, teacher blogs. And this is a novel. Um, but it has a, had a really strong hook around it. And if you get a blogger, even if they're not a book reviewer, you're absolutely right, Judith, even if they're not, that's not their thing, but if they really enjoy a book, one of the best things you can do is get online, thank the blogger for the review, thank the blogger if they say, hey, you know what, I don't review books, but I'd be willing to have a guest article from you. And then once the blog is post, always, 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 thank you, would you be willing to cross-post this review to Amazon or Goodreads? Mm-hmm. And you and the thing is, they have to ask and yep. reminded. I mean, if they're anything like me, I don't know if they are, but anything like me, I deal with a very heavy day. Start scheduling in at seven in the morning, and sometimes it goes late into the evening. I know, for example, you know, after this show, I do a class on how to write a book in four weeks. That's going to be another three hours of my time. It's a long day. It's a long day. So a, a gentle, a gentle, kind reminder with a link that I can do. Oh, yeah, copy, paste, copy, paste. In fact, copy right. the section you want <laughs> me to copy in. I will send you hugs and kisses. <laughs> right. And I think, and I mean, I think that's one of the tougher things, you know, Authors can absolutely get reviews on their own. Um, they can approach bloggers. They can approach Amazon reviewers. They can, they can do Goodreads giveaways. They can do a million things on their own. But I think the thing that's really tough is you have to be willing to ask. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. Just writing the book is, I hate to say it's the easy part, but it is just 
the beginning. And it's still hard for a lot of authors to realize that now they have to go out and sell the book and sell themselves and pitch it to reviewers. And nothing sells a book better than a book. If you can get your book into the hands of bloggers, reviewers, educators, librarians, bookstores, whatever it may be, you, you, you want to get the book out there to as many people that may have an interest in it as possible and always ask for a review. And Judith, I know you, you do a great job of that. Here's, the, here's my newest book. You know, if you like it, can you post a review? You mm-hmm. always need to have an ask, not just here's the book, let me know what you think, but you should always include an ask if you enjoy it. Would you be willing to post a review? It should be on all of your marketing materials, every time you hand out a book, a card that you put in the book. If you enjoy it, I'd love your feedback at Amazon, Goodreads, your blog, wherever it may be. You know, uh, Bethany, I not only do I, you know, do that, I actually was so bold with my new book that will be uh, officially available next week. How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Bloopers, and Boo-Boos, which I would be delighted to send you a copy if you would do a review, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that I asked, I, I told them in the very front of it, when I when I just get a, a note from the author, I asked them, if you like what you read, would you please go to the Amazon page and post a view at the very end of the book? As I exited out and I give them my final words, I asked again. I mean, what the heck? Why not? And I made I, w- I, I went to bit.ly, and I made a shortcut. You know, the bit.ly, you know, forward slash blunders. And I made a shortcut to make it really easy to get over there to do it. So the easiest you can make it, and, and the other thing is to have some understanding, like not everybody, believe it or not in this world, not everybody reviews on Amazon. And so, you know, we've even come across reviewers that for some reason or another, I mean, Barnes & Noble is their place, barnesandnoble.com. And that's where, you know, if you can provide a list of any, any place, if you enjoy it, include the link to Goodreads, to Amazon, to bnn.com, as many places as possible um, to give them options if they say, gosh, you know, I just don't feel like reviewing on Amazon, but I'm on Barnes & Noble shopping today. Maybe I'll review it there. Give them as many options as possible. And and that's just smart to do um, in that. And, and, you know, how many years have you been in the book business, Bethany? Oh, almost 20. All right. So between the, between you and I, we're at half a century. And (laughs) that that I am always amazed that authors, you know, that they have this the shy die kind of approach. You know, I I don't want to surely they'll notice how great I am. Surely they'll notice (laughs) it's such a great job. And you know what? You've got to wear your badge out here and remind people. And and in fact, is 20 years ago, you might have been able to get away with that. You can't get away with that today. It just it just doesn't happen in that. And so what Bethany is saying is you got to do the ask. You got to make the ask from the get-go everywhere you go. And the other thing is, I'm going to tell you, because we're going to come up to a break here in about a minute. But the other thing is you have got to start assembling lists of people where you are with their emails. And everybody that you give a book to, Everybody that you buy a book, I'm going to encourage you to send them, you know, make a little fun card. You can go on Canva or you can do a variety of these freebie places that are or maybe even subscribe to something um, that you could send out a thank you note to. I'm honored that you bought my book. 
and then remind them, do the ask again with a shortened link, like through a tiny URL or bit.ly. Um, and so they can get over there and post on wherever you want them to get it posted to. And that's really what the critical thing is to do. And 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 uh, Bethany is so right on when she says you got to give them choices. Is it B and N? Is it uh, Amazon? Now Amazon, of course, owns Goodreads. The buzz is out. And and I don't know, Bethany, if you have any um, insight on this, but my understanding is that Amazon is finally going to to um, uh, let's say open the bridge and allow for reviews to be posted over on Goodreads. Do you know anything about that? I don't. We're trying to stay on top of Amazon's had a number of changes recently. Obviously, Boy, you touched on a little sure. bit with yeah. the with the reviews being pulled, um, the integration between KDP and CreateSpace, the integration between reviews. We don't. That's just something that I don't feel okay. comfortable speaking about because I don't yeah. have confirmation it's- on how it's going to look. Okay, it's the buzz. All right, we're going we're gonna to come right back. Bethany Brown of the Cadence Group, based out of Chicago, is with me today. And we're talking about reviews and really how to make you soar and keep the momentum going on you and your book. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. 
If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so there's been a lot of changes on Amazon. That is one of the primary places where books go. So we're going to have a, a lot of attention directed toward that. But just keep in mind, everything that we say about reviews is ditto, 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 ditto on any other place that posts reviews. And you want to take advantage of that. And one of the things, as you as a savvy author, need to do in your marketing um, knowledge and ahas is to really learn what other places do your ideal reader go to to get information about your book. And Bethany, can you give some tips on places to look for that? You know, I think the thing is, is I'll just pick on oh, a business leadership book um, just for just for fun for this for for this. You know, obviously, you always want to get reviews at Amazon. You certainly want to go to book review and book blogger sites. Part of the reason is is that anytime your title, your name, your cover, your link appears online, that's good for a book. That's good for SEO. That's good for visibility. That's I mean, so so when somebody's googling looking up a book, you know, you want to have as many mentions as possible. But to go to the leadership example, in addition to Amazon reviews, perhaps in some book bloggers and book review sites, where do people go? Do they go to HR blogs? Do they go to entrepreneurial blogs? Do they go to small business blogs? Do they go to uh, college blogs or, or, or sites where for, for recent graduates? Um, that's where you can frequently take your content um, and, and, and really target your audience outside of just, here's another book. Because quite frankly, there's a lot of books published every day, both traditionally and self-published. And so what you really want to do is get your content in front of um, blogs where, you, where they're addressing your area of expertise. And in some cases, when you do that, you could go to a top leadership blog and they could say, I don't review books. And you could say, no problem. Would you be willing to host an article? And can I run my bio with a live link back, like a, a retail live link back? In, in the bio, would you be able to run the, the book cover? It's really trying to figure out where your audience lives in outside of just books because it's so crowded. It's it's very crowded. And it's and that's really one of that should be on your pre work before your book ever comes out and where Bethany where we started off, you've heard me say this many times, ten percent of, of this whole thing called the book is writing the book. And that really is the easy part. I know you labored for 10 years for some of you. I know you did that. But that's the easy part. The real work is now beginning. Once you have that book, you know that book is coming out, that birthing of the book to keep it alive. How long do you have to market your book? Well, how, many, how long do you want to sell it for? It's that simple. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that simple. It's, it's going to be with you the rest of your book's life as you deem it. Um, is legitimate. So, and reviews are the way to do it. People buy it. And by the way, it, it's interesting, Bethany, when I uh, interviewed the president of the Library Association, she didn't go, she said a lot of librarians don't go to Amazon, they go to Goodreads. They didn't mm-hmm. know, they didn't know that Goodreads was owned by Amazon. That's okay. But um, they go to Amazon, uh, to Goodreads. But what they're looking for 
is not the not the professional critics. I thought this was fascinating. It wasn't the the professional reviewers. Whether it was the New York Times, I mean, one of the fantasies was I mean, was what mine when I first started off. And I'll confess <laughs> to be you know, and you know, I I take the you know, I kind of relish getting my New York Times every Sunday morning, um, and and going through it because I love the book review section. I really do love it because I learn a lot. I learn a lot on strategy and what's coming along and those kind of things. But to be reviewed in the New York Times book review, is that going to happen? The probability is more likely you're going to have cancer announced tomorrow. I hate to tell this. (laughs) Your your odds are so remote on this. I don't care if you're published with a traditional publisher or you're doing it on your own. But you can get great reviews from regular Joes and Josephines. And that's really who people are reading because they're, they're people like you, you know, they're people like who you're writing for. And, and that's what the librarians told me. They want to hear and read reviews by real people who actually went out and physically bought the book for whatever reason. And I thought that made a lot of sense. And I think that the thing that's interesting about that, Judith, that you really just touched on is what makes a good review? Just all Hmm. five-star reviews is not necessarily what a good review is. A good review is, is, is a lot like a good book. It's about the content. So if I don't like a book, and I'm very specific about, you know what, I didn't like this book because it had too much of a memoir angle on it, and I'm very clear about maybe for a reason I didn't like a book, that type of review is just as good as somebody saying, I love memoirs. This is perfect for me because it's educating the reader of, hey, this is what you're going to get. Maybe it's not to my taste, but if I'm really thoughtful about why I do or don't like a book, that's really what makes a good review more so than just great book, five stars, because that doesn't tell the reader anything. You really, you, you're really looking for the content of the review. Exactly. So keep everyone keep that in mind. It is the content. And even even um, uh, even if you get a one or two, which I have certainly had, I don't know about Bethany, you know, any of your clients, but I personally have had it. It happens. And you go in and you read them. So what I mean, I had one guy who just he hated my author, you book, who happened to be the, a book of the year in the Indie Fab Awards at the American Library Association of the year. He didn't like it because there were cartoons in it. He didn't like it because there were lines in it. It's a freaking workbook. So, <laughs> you know, I give up. <laughs> and, and that you just go check, let it go. <laughs> but to somebody else, Judith, that workbook concept may be of huge interest to them. The other thing that, um, the other thing to keep in mind, and this goes back to my, my source books days, um, we picked up a, a novel, um, years ago, a self-published novel, and part of the reason it was of such interest to us is it was so polarizing. I mean, you had just Mm -hmm. as many five-star reviews as one-star reviews, and that's what I'll tell authors as well. It's a conversation starter. If you're getting really strong response from reviewers one way or the other, that's actually also good for a book because people are passionate about what you're saying or what you're writing. Exactly, and that's what's really important in that. So where's the passion and where does it resonate? And again, for all of you, when you're writing, I mean, I always think that there's always, there's, there's always a problem, there's always pain 
that your your reader has the pain. If it's a fiction reader, their 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 pain is they want entertainment. They 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 need to escape. And whether it's fantasy, whether it's sci-fi, whether it's it's you know in in a political thriller, whatever it is, this is my escape. And I you're gonna you're gonna soothe it and feed me for whatever that is. For the nonfiction, you're solving something. You're you're educating. You're doing something. But there's always a pain component for that. So. Pay attention to that. All right, so let's let's go. So, how do you target reviewers? Where do where where do I start doing the targeting? So, you've got a couple of options. Um, the 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 first one one of the ways to kind of look at this, I'm going to start with like an Amazon piece, for example. Um, you know, one of the things that you can do is sort of see if you're if you're approaching top Amazon reviewers on your own, sort of see look at your competition, um, see who's interested in your topic. Um, we certainly you uh, on the Amazon side, and you can kind of come up with a list of Amazon reviewers you may want to you may want to target. Mm-hmm. Um, for bloggers, it's really I mean, a, you know, we obviously have extensive databases, but for your average author, you can do a search on top book bloggers, best book reviews. You always want to look for blogs and websites where they've had recent activity, because in today's online world. You know what's hot today, not tomorrow. Um, and so you always want to make sure that they're, they're, they've posted recently. They have a good following. You can always check out their Twitter and their Facebook page to see what kind of reach they get. Um, and that's sort of on the book side. On the cat, what I'm going to call the category specific side of things, what are the top HR blocks? You know, where, where's you know what what type of following do they have? Who are the thought leaders in your category? And I mean, the reality is, and Judith, I'm sure you know this. You could send a hundred emails and get two re- two responses or two requests, but mm-hmm. if they're from top key bloggers or, or, or review sites, those are two books you're getting out the door that somebody has said, "Wow, this is of interest to me. I'd love to take a look at it." Um, and so there's time. That's the one thing. It just it does. It takes time to develop the list. That's one of the things that authors can be doing throughout the writing process. I need to step away from writing, you know, but I'm going to work on my pitch list. I'm going to, I'm going to start looking at the blog category specific bloggers. I'm going to start looking at the top ranked um, book review sites um, and just slowly and surely kind of put together your pitch list so that when you're ready to go, you may be pitching hundreds of bloggers and book reviewers, but to, to, to get 20, 30, 40 books out the door, but if you just do it little pieces at a time, it's not going to seem nearly as overwhelming. If you said, hey, I'm going to find five blogs a day over the course of a month or two, you're going to have your list of, I can't believe I'm doing math in public, but of roughly you know, 150 to 300 bloggers before you ever get to your publication date. And, and, the, and the reality is five is really nothing. <laughs> you start with this, but right. but you need to you need to write them down and do an Excel sheet, or you do something to keep track because you, you can't do these on sticky notes. People, you want right. to really start making a list and spread so you can checkpoint, and then you can go after it. The other thing is, I think it's really important, and we're going to take a quick break here. The thing is really important is that you offer them how they'd like, ask them how they'd like the book. Do you want a PDF? Do you want me to send you an ebook? Do you want me to send you a, a, uh, a, if you're still in manuscript form, do you want me to send you the whole thing printed out? Or if you have the book book, um, you send the book. For me, you know, I, I'm not going to review anything unless I have the book. I am really, you send me the physical book because, you know, I'm going to review you also on your cover, how it feels, how it presents. I'm really pissy when I do my reviews, but I really want to have a full presentation about a book. I am not an ebook reader. 
I, I'm just it's not my it's not my preferred style. But you need to understand when you're seeking these reviews. You know, if it's an ebook, if they're ebook people, then of course you you're in like Flynn um, with an ebook. But maybe your ebook's not ready, so you need to maybe you you have some insight here because you do send these out, Bethany. When we come back, and we can add on maybe kind of a little tip sheet here on how to approach. And go into that and then also how to find some of these people. We'll be right back. Bethany Brown from the Cadence Group is with me. This is Judith Bryles. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. This is Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866-3226-1106-DESIGN. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. 
Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so where are these mystery people who are going to give you the magic words to support your fabulous book and words? All right, so Bethany, um, I've always said, you know, start with Google. (laughs) Can you add on to that? And and what kind of phrases and words should we be looking for? I mean, they, they don't have any databases. They're starting from scratch. I mean, I would really, you know, anytime you're doing a Google search, you put it in in quotation marks. I mean, you literally could start with top YA book blogs. I'm picking on Mm. YA. Top YA book reviewers. Um, Leading teacher blogs. Top education blogs. uh, Top leadership blogs. Literally using Google to help you build that out. But it's not just as easy as typing in Google and then copying and pasting over to your Excel file. Again, it's so important to visit the page to make sure that it's still an active and relevant blog. Um, and just, uh, just a, a quick follow-up to that, when you're spending the time developing your list, make sure you don't just grab the website for your Excel spreadsheet. Grab the email address, too. Otherwise, you're doing double the work when you go down to sit down and market and you realize, I've got all these great websites, but I didn't actually capture the contact information. Um, so you want to be oh, yeah. doing that at the same time so that you're ready to go. Yeah, and it, and it may also be, uh, I'll, I'll add on here, it may, it may so intrigue you that maybe you should be subscribing to this blog. Or if you have someone who hooks on. I mean, I, I'm always believing if you can customize some of your letters. I know it's so much easier to do. I just want to copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. I get that. But if you can just add a line uh, to customize it, or maybe if you see something that, that does intrigue you. And active would be, uh, I guess we you need to explore the blog. So they, do they blog once a week? Do they do twice a week what it is? And are they consistent to doing it? That would let you know if it's active. Is that correct, Bethany? Yeah, that is correct. You can look at their social. You can also look at their blog. I mean, some people blog once a month. One of my favorite clients does. Um, but it's always really good. And you sort of know that about her. If you visit her site or if you see her social, that's kind of how she does her her outreach, but she's very active. And again, active social usually um, is, is an indicator of, of, of a blog that's still, that's still you know, live and, and reaching its audience. And Judith, you just made a really good point that I, I'd love to emphasize is if you can tell a blogger why you're contacting them, that's huge. Um, hey, you know what? I noticed you blog a lot about you know, leadership challenges facing Gen X today, I'm making this up, you know, if there's something you can do to personalize it, that's yeah. huge to help, you know, because then the blogger says, wow, this person is not just sending me a cookie cutter email. They're actually, they're actually pitching me because they've, they've checked out my content. They know who I am. They know what my blog is about. And I think that's a really nice personal touch. It's sort of like a cover letter. You wouldn't mass mail a cover letter out to the world. You'd customize it. And that's one of the ways to think about pitching your book. And, and so, and that's, and that really is. And, and sometimes they'll reveal a little something, or even if you look at their profile, that you can see something about the blogger, him or herself, that you might, 
you may have a connection. I mean, you may, you may find out you're both wild cooks or something that you can say, hey, I just came across this hot recipe you might like to try. Link it over and then you you instantly got a connection. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And, and by the way, if you ever want to contact me and you have great recipes, that's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a book I just finished, Bethany, called The uh, Wise Woman's Almanac. We just sent it to print today. And oh, nice. It's got, it's got, it's, it's really deals with uh, 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 recipes. I mean, it, it's, it's, The Wise Woman Almanac is really about health for women dealing with the five seasons, not just summer, winter, fall, spring, but actually there is a fifth season that's before fall and winter. It's just this very short season. And and just the, the way you'll, you will never eat a cucumber again, I guarantee it, in January or December. You will not eat it. Your body doesn't metabolize them. Your body's not ready for them. But boy, during the summer months, you know, you just suck those babies down. So there's just certain things, but there are some recipes in there that are just salivating fabulous on it. So, you know, I was, I was having a great time with that cookbook, um, <laughs> with, with that book as we went along. So there's, there, there's a variety of things that you can do here to reach out. So what Bethany is saying that is, is use the quote marks around, um, and I love this, about YA reviewers or YA uh, top, YA book top influencers if you're trying to find out who are the leading bloggers out there, who are the leadership. So you can find out these people and follow them. And that's what you're going to focus on. Get rid of all the other stuff if you're writing in YA or if you're writing in romance or if you're writing in fantasy. Whatever it is you're writing in, you need to just focus on that. And you're, when you're going out with your book, you got to get rid of all the other clutter. And I'm not cluttering, talking about clutter all over stuff. I'm talking about clutter that fills your mind and distracts you. Would you say that that's right, Bethany, when you're doing this? Absolutely. You need to, you need to be, you need to be focused because that's where you're going to find, you know, digging in, find that personal touch. You know, you're mentioning YA, the other, the other, you know, big buzz that you hear people talking about and YA kind of dovetails into this is mommy bloggers, um, you know, Mm -hmm. top mommy bloggers. Um, Mm -hmm. And you may find, for example, they review a lot of product and maybe not a lot of books, but hey, you know what, if they've got, if you see in their bio, they've got a 12 year old at home, you know, that may be someone that you would want to pitch your YA novel to. Exactly. A, per- a perfect a perfect audience for that kind of thing. All right. right. Well, what, what happens when you get a crappy review? Because Don't you react. know they come. They come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't react. Uh, one of the... One of the <laughs> that's, and I, that's so hard, but, you know, when, when authors, they, they, they birth their baby, it's out there and someone doesn't like it, and it can feel like such a personal attack. And you sort of just have to be able to move on for it. Don't engage, don't react, don't put comments on Amazon about it. I mean, it's just, you just sort of take it and you move on. Um, and a, and a bad reviews, I mean, they, they do happen. Not every book is perfect for every, every author. What you're really hoping for when you get that bad review is that it's a quality bad review with good content. Um, and again, for all the reasons I may hate a book, Judith, you may love a book. For example, exactly. I can't cook anything. Um, and so, you know, from, you know, I would be like, where are the pictures? Where's the instructions? You know, that may be something the way that I would look at a particular book, whereas someone that's a cook or a chef or, or enjoys food may look at it very differently. So, but the reality is bad reviews happen. 
you have to be prepared for it. You know, take, take 15 minutes, curl up in a ball in the corner, and then get back out there and keep putting the book out. Because if you've published the book, it's something you've put a lot of work in, it's something that you spend a lot of time on, and you have to keep getting it, getting it out there. You know, I, I had a situation with a client who, who got a media, really not a good review at all from a reviewer, uh, from, from a mainstream reviewer who, who I knew personally. And, and, she, and I, she called me and, and I said, Did, do you think they read the book? I mean, that was my first response. They couldn't have read the book. They couldn't have read the book. So I called them, and, and she said, Judith, did you really have your fingers in the book? And I said, yes, I proudly had my fingers on this book. And, and I proceeded to say, this was a children's book. And I, and I said, I don't, I don't think your reviewer, whoever did this, really understood diversity and blended families and interracial families and intercultural family. I don't think your reviewer understood them. And and it, it really, from forward on, she has picked up the Mom's Choice Award, Ippy Awards, wow. the Excellence Awards. She is an Indie Fab Book of the Year finalist. She is, you know, moving along. And so you do, it's exactly what you have to let it go. Curl up, suck your thumb, do whatever you want. <laughs> but yet, you have to let it go. I mean, because I personally know, knew some of the people involved. I had to call them on it because I don't think they did their work. I, 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 you know, and, and it happens. And by the way, this stuff does happen. It does happen. So, um, and I just decided I was ticked. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I picked up the phone. But the, uh, you, you do move on and let it go. But my favorite story on this, Bethany, is I had a, a dear friend of mine who I was the godmother to her first book called How to Work a Room by Susan Roan. She got slattered in the Wall Street Journal. I mean, what they did to her book was unbelievable. And as we were going through it, because Susan was rolling up in the ball, like you were saying, and I said, well, Miss Susan, let's just go through By God, I found a line in that whole two-column shattering that we could lift and use and put the Wall Street Journal's name underneath it. And that's exactly what we did. She went on to sell one million books through bookstores. One million hardcover books. So, you know, they're not always right. Let me just say that. When you get a crappy review, they're they're not always right. That's such a great, um, such a great story, Judith, because, you know, there's usually, I mean, a lot of times you can find a nugget. You might have to go digging, but you can hopefully try to find a nugget in a review. Um, And um, a, a situation like that is such a great opportunity to take it over to your Author Central page, get it up onto editorial reviews, and so that when a reader is visiting your page, it's not just the Amazon reviews that are, you know, you know, the starred reviews that are down on the book page, but you have such an opportunity through the editorial reviews section of Author Central to take some of the bigger media reviews, to take some endorsements, to take any of those I want to kind of... I want to smack the reader over the face with this review. I want them to see it. I want them to see that it's from a traditional publication or from a top author or something like that. Author Central provides such great tools so that authors can feature some of those reviews through the editorial review section. And and that's what happens. Uh, th- that is what happens exactly. On that. All right. So Perfect. let me. I mean, it's it's just it's just the way it goes. Well, do, in your opinion, do reviews sell books? You know, that's one of the things that we're most frequently asked, and I think that it's really hard to tie 
book sales to reviews. I'll be totally frank with you. Mm. Um, you know, we have seen books get amazingly well-reviewed, hundreds of reviews on Amazon, and their sales just aren't there. They We've seen along. some... Pardon me? They limp along. They're limping. They do. They yeah. do. And then we've also seen books that are, don't have a ton of review activity, but they do very well. If some of it depends on the quality of the review, I'll be honest with you. And by that, I mean if you're reviewed on some of those websites that we were talking about that don't have a huge following or they don't have a lot of activity, you, know, you could have a dozen of reviews you know, on some smaller blogs, but then you could get a Wall Street Journal mention and that, the, the quality of that's a little bit different because it makes readers sit up and take notice. It is really hard to tie a specific review or review site or publication to direct sales. I mean, and it's not just for small presses and, and, and self-published authors. That's true for publishers, too. You never really know what's going to break a book. One of the things that I think is just so important is continuous activity. Don't give up. Oh, I got five reviews. I'm done. No, you're not. You're just oh, getting no. started. You know, uh -huh. it's, it, you really have to work it over the life of a book. It could be a book that does nothing for the first six months, and then some blog somewhere gets, goes viral, or a review somewhere gets mentioned or gets picked up, or it gets, it gets and you're just like, wow, what, what happened? Um, but can reviews directly sell books? Not necessarily, but the activity is, going, is the only way you're going to get visibility for your book, both on Amazon and online. You want as many mentions of your book as you can, your cover, your link back to Amazon. You want to get that out there as much as possible, and you have to continue to do it. You're not done after the first three months. I mean, that's just, it, it, you never really are, are done. All right, so we're going to wrap up this segment. We're going to come back, and we're just going to look at a few of the other tips that I want to go in with reviews and also just some strategies for you to go forward. I mean, here we are in May already. It's hard to believe it. But as we go forward, what we can do to vamp up and really get going and take advantage of a variety of ways to push our books out and get attention. This is Judith Bryles. My guest is Bethany uh, Brown from the Cadence Group, and we are talking books, your visibility, and your success. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. 
By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book... If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. In the last segment, I think Bethany and I will both agree... Um, that Amazon for reviews, for placement, certainly for most of the book sales that are going out in the United States today, has been king of the, of, of the book world for probably the last decade strongly. Would you agree with that, Bethany? Yeah, I would. I would. I think you see the ease of just shopping on Amazon for, for all products, but in particular, in particular books, for sure. Yeah, I get my vitamins on Amazon. <laughs> I get everything from Amazon. That's right. It's the first place. Because I, I, I have free shipping, so I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. So let's yeah, – I, I have a couple of questions before we leave the review. So I, I think you and I probably both will agree how many reviews are enough, and it never there's never too many reviews, I think. The more, the better. Would you – Totally agree. Yeah. All right. So we have that. And then I, I think here's a question that I get asked a lot. And um, I don't have a solid answer. So maybe you might have. Is it for people to go up, if, if someone buys your book or you, someone, you interact with them and they say, oh, I love your book, um, that we used to say, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. 
And I never would say, would you go up and post a review on Amazon? But of course, you should be doing that. So um, how if so, so posting posting reviews on Amazon and BNN.com, that's a piece of cake. The year your book was published has no relevancy here. But what about other reviewers? How do you get their attention? Do they, or do they care about a copyright date? So this is one of the neater things about online marketing, online book reviews, and sort of the online world today. We have worked on books as old as three years. Mm-hmm. If the content is really good and really relevant. You know, that's what bloggers, I mean, they're like everybody else. They're trying to make sure their visibility is up, that their, that their page, you know, their SEO is strong, that they're getting original content. You know, if, that's really what matters. Now, of course, if you wrote a tech book 10 years ago, that's going to be a lot more challenging. But if you wrote a novel three years ago and it's really good novel, you can continue to pitch that to book reviewers and, and bloggers because they really care about content. They don't care if a book has been out for, you know, you know when you look at traditional media, you know, you have a window and it's shrinking window. Um, but the online book reviewers, Amazon reviewers, um, even on Goodreads, doing giveaways for older books, driving review activity over on the Goodreads side of things. It's really about the content, number one. And number two, if you can hook it around something that's going on in, in the world today. So you just mentioned it's May. Well, what if I have the best summer beach read that's out there? And it, it's, maybe it's two years old, but it's that good. I can be out pitching that to vacation bloggers. I can be pitching it to mommy bloggers. I can be pitching it to um, romance, romance bloggers. If it's good content, you're not really tied to pub date like you are with traditional media. You know, you just you just triggered something for me. Um, yeah, I, I I start and finish a lot of my books on cruises. It's like I get taken care of. I can do anything I want. I get out on my balcony and I write away. And that one of the things is if you have a book that's a beach read or that kind of a read, you could probably go back in and do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for uh, for river cruises, for a variety of different cruises that go on, and and find out and find those bloggers in there, and pitch your book for review to take on your next cruise, your next vacation, your next whatever. I mean, th- this is the way you need to start thinking, just a little bit with a tweak. Just twist stuff just a little bit to find different reviewers you had never thought about. But anything that is a fun read that you're, I mean, I made a decision that I wanted to read. One of my all-time favorite books was Pat Conroy's Prince of Tides. And I decided, you know what, that's going to be my pleasure read this summer again to pull it away and just kind of take a day and just kind of devour his words one more time. So, and then I'll go up and put another review. What the heck? And keep it going. All right. So if you have, so let's say you have a bunch of reviews. Now, what do we do? Well, you keep going out and getting more. Um, <laughs> okay. All you right. don't All stop. Right. We'll do that. Um, right. and, and the reason, I mean, the reason that, that, that reviews and the continual um, continual push for a book is you always want your book to have recent activity. Um, that can come in through the form of reviews. It can come through the form of updating your editorial reviews on your own end. It can come through the form of changes to your author page, driving in your social. Um, you know, what you really want to try to be able to do with your reviews is, is a couple of things. One is if they're coming from a major outlet, a major blog, or a celebrity, or a, a, a thought leader in your area, 
getting them out and highlighting them on editorial reviews on your book page, which we spoke about briefly. The other thing you can do with a really good reviews are use your reviews to pitch reviewers. Hey, this person said this about my book. This person said that about my book. This was just quoted in the Wall Street Journal. That may get attention from a blogger that may have been like, eh, I don't know. But wow, gosh, the Wall Street Journal had this to say about this book. I'm, I'm going to be willing to take a look. So it becomes marketing material as you get your reviews. If you're approaching a local bookstore, you, know, you can go in and say, hey, this is getting all of these great reviews. Um, this is, you know, we're, we're driving traffic. This is of interest to people. So you, they, once they're up, they actually become a tool to get more reviews and they become a marketing tool um, to approach readers, bookstores. You know, maybe if you're a speaker, you know, when you're approaching speaking outlets, you know, you can use those as marketing for the book. You know, I don't think, Bethany, a lot of authors think that way, that once they have their reviews, they're collecting, okay, now I have 10, now I have 20. But they don't think of going in and actually looking at the review and maybe taking a blurb from it mm-hmm. and tie the name in and then use that to reach out to maybe let's notch it up. Let's reach for someone else a little bit higher on the feeding right. chain here um, to might get their attention. I think that's a great idea. It's a great idea to use um, and move it along. All right. So, and then, and then I think that if as we go in, some of the we have just a few minutes left. But I'd love to do uh, if if let's say someone whether we have an oldie author who's got a book that maybe has just been out there and it's doing okay, or maybe it's limping along, or maybe we've got a newbie with someone who you know the world is the oyster uh, here <laughs> out here. So, what kind of steps? that we can we kind of do a setup one two three here's kind of a protocol to go through let's pretend you had a new client coming in and you're gonna send them out um with a part of a diy package here okay great question i think um to to so so step one which we've touched on briefly so we don't need to go too much into it, would be making sure you have that database ready to go. That's going to be the bloggers, the online book reviewers, the Amazon reviewers, your personal contacts, you know, if you're, um, that, that you may have, if you, you know, nonfiction authors frequently have their own personal contacts that they want to reach. You have your list, number one, ready to go at publication. Throughout the writing process, if you have a blog or a website on your own, trying to get people to sign up, capture email addresses. Judith, you touched on this briefly earlier. Capture as much as you can so that you can do an announcement to your, um, to your own network, but then also have your database ready to pitch the reviewers. Part of creating that database is figuring out what the hook for your book is. And I hate to say it, but it's just another new book is not a strong hook. Is mm-hmm. it a YA novel that is so heavy on history and education that you can go into those specific categories? You know, we frequently look at a database when we're working on a book and we say, okay, well, here are the book reviewers or book sites that we think make sense for this book. But then let's see, you know, these are the category-specific bloggers that we think um, are may, may be a good fit for a book. Figuring out that personal touch when you're building your Excel spreadsheet. Why do you think this blogger would be a good fit for your book? What is it about their message that is resonating with you? Making sure that you have all of your material sort of ready to go. And also understanding that you're going to get some radio silence. You're going to get some notes. Um, You're probably going to get mostly radio silence. And then you're also going to get some yeses. And understanding when you go out and you just – 
hey, you know, I'm still proud to announce the release of my new book, or if you're in a publisher, you know, the publisher's release of this new book. I uh, would love to offer you a copy for review. Here's a little bit about the book. Here's a link to the book on Amazon. Here's a little bit about the author. Would you be open to a review copy? Or if not, would you be open to a guest post or a guest article or an online interview with the author? Should you want a review copy? The book is available in hardcover, paperback, and ebook format. And, you know, let them, as many options as you can give them because sometimes reviewers are inundated. And so you don't just want to say, hey, do you want my book for review? Give them options. I have a book available for review. I have it in multiple formats. I can write a guest post. I can do an online interview. I can do a blog talk radio interview. Give them options so that if it's something that sparks their interest and they think, I cannot add another book to my review list. And this happens to us for our clients frequently. You know, reviewers will just say, I'm swamped. But this Mm -hmm. sounds like a really cool book. I'm willing to host an article by that author. And just really having that pitch together, that database together, your book copies ready to go, and just the for lack of a better word, the courage to go out and do it and have your ask ready. All right. So let me ask you this. So we, 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 you should have a sheet. You write this up and you offer all this. Give them options on it. One, two, three. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Should they also do a press release? You know, we don't get involved so much in the press release. I mean, if you can really target your press release to your market, that can make sense. But just Announcing a book release out into the world doesn't. We don't always see a ton of ROI on that. It's if if you have it and you want to put it out there, that's great. It can be a good sales material, sales tool for you if you're approaching brick and mortar stores. Um, but unless you have something to say, a press release is just an announcement. Isn't going to get you very far. Got it. Okay, we have one one more tip, and then we're going to have to close out, Bethany. Anything else, or, or maybe we we just plan on having you back, um, and we we can do much more. So maybe I'll do that. I'm going to let everyone know how they can get a hold of you. I think that would be a great idea. Um, Bethany is at the Cadence Group, and so this is how you can find it. If you, it's it's just the, the usual www, or just put in the Cadence C A D E N C E, and then G R P. Dot com, thecadencegroup.com, and their phone number is 708-689-0908. Um, it's, it's always good, I think, Bethany, to have people who have really been out. You, you've worked with traditional publishers, and, and I think when you have that in your pedigree, it just brings so much rit- richness because your expectations of books is you want to see quality, and you really want right. them seeing them singing, especially if you're doing the marketing and helping doing that pitching side to it. And authors, you all need to understand that your book needs to be quality. I mean, you're competing not with a couple of thousand books. You're competing with hundreds and hundreds and sometimes millions of other books out here that are flooding the market. So what's going to make you shine? And and learning just some of these tips and tricks that Bethany was talking about and we share with you every week will make the difference for you in your book and your success. Bottom line. All right. So with that, Bethany, thank you so much for being with us. And let's set this up so we can have you again. Thank you. It's been fun. All right. So here's to your writing, your publishing. We'll be with you next week. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing, and it's Judith Bryles, your book shepherd. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.